there isn't really music just for music's sake. Music exists to serve something greater than itself. And it comes from something greater than itself. Um, and it projects itself out in the universe as something greater than itself. It's not music for music's sake. And I saw that when I would go to like an Ashanti funeral or an Ave naming ceremony or an Ave trance ceremony, for example, where they would call the spirits. The Brekete, I got very involved in what they call the Brekete, the Tigri cult um, uh, 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 ceremonies of where young women would become moved from adolescence to womanhood. There'd be music for that, music for harvesting. All of the trance, the cycles of, of, of moving through life, periods of life, uh, um, there's party music too, you know, of course, and just mu- and the historical, like the griot tradition, like you're working with Jabate, you know, my work with Fode Musa Suso, that that music is is has to do with recitation of the history, you know, that's oral history. So, but so there's always something greater than music, and also what I saw and what I'm realizing now in life more is that mu- being a musician or a drummer specifically, like spending time with the Dogomba, being a drummer, uh, playing the drum is like a very small part of what you do as somebody, uh, as um, as your activity of, of what it means to be a musician. And this is something that we don't really recognize here a lot because professionalism here becomes a religion, you know. And the idea of professionalism and who has what kind of gigs and what kind of money is being generated and who's on the cover of a magazine, all these kinds of things. Uh, um, where the real meaning of what you do when you talk to somebody like, uh, uh, I've had the good fortune to spend time talking with someone like Ornette Coleman, who I think just got his honorary doctorate at Columbia today. So congratulations for that. But Or when I talk to someone like Renette or Yusuf Latif, who I've worked with for all these years, we don't necessarily, they understand that what they do as music, as musicians, is something greater than music. It's moving through music, but it's about, it also has a a philosophy, and African-American music has really given us something particular about that. We find it in many cultures, about the music coming from something, about a philosophy and a way of, of how you live. It's a, you know... It, it and um, so just because we're for example we're not playing music that's for uh, a birthing cere- a naming ceremony for a new child we still have a functionalism related to what we do creatively that's much bigger than the music at least I'm that's how I feel about it and that's how I look at it so when I place my hand on the drum to strike the drum okay or if I'm composing or uh, whatever instrument I'm 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 playing whatever context I'm in. I like to think about, um, I like to be in tune with something that's greater than, that's something else other than other than music and running around with my hands on an instrument or something, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and, the, and, that, and that philosophy is always in a state of becoming also. And that has to do with also the idea of research and where when you look into what quote-unquote world musics, what I find the biggest influences for me is not, the music to say, oh man, that's an interesting scale, or oh, that's an interesting rhythm, or you know, wow, you know, that's an interesting instrument. But it has to do with my research and travels and collaborations with artists. It's like what's fascinating is how are they thinking about the how are they thinking about music, and what does music mean? You know, how, and and be, and uh, we're all doing this thing together, but it means something. It comes from something. For example. 
Uh, Saturday night, I'm going to play a little bit with um, a couple pieces with Hassan Hakmoon at a, a major Ganawa concert that's happening. Uh, they're bringing uh, Mustafa Bakbu and uh, Mahmoud Guinea, who are two of the great, great Malims from Morocco, uh, uh, Ganawa Malims, and um, and Hassan being the younger generation uh, from them. They're they're probably I think they're both in their probably late fifties and sixties. So when I was spending time in Morocco, uh, in, starting in seventy eight, and then when I went back and you know go with what it means to be a Malim and play the sintir, you're not just playing songs. You're playing a song. You have to be a doctor. You know, you have to know a psych. You're a psychologist because when you play the Leela ceremonies, which last for almost 24 hours or all night into the morning, and go through the colors, each of the colors, you're calling down different spirits to help heal people from different kind of psychological ailments. And the different colors have to do with different psychological states. They also have to do with with a, a lot of things, but that's one of them. So you have to know more than just how to like play your instrument. You have to know that's a small part of it. It's an essential part, and you need to be able to play with a certain kind of um, focus and integrity to, to be able to call down the spirits. But you're calling on something. You need to know what, what when you're, especially when somebody's in distress and you're, you're bringing down a healing energy for them, you need to know what's, what songs to call, what energies to call, how long to play a certain kind of phrase before you move to the next phrase. All these kinds of things are informing what you do. I think we have this, uh, we have this also. I mean, uh, to me, John Coltrane made overt what was always in the music. I mean, Thelonious Monk was a shaman. Don Cherry, who I spent a lot of time performing with and learning from over the years, he was like a shaman. He was like a Zen master. And there's a philosophy behind this music, too, that has to do with healing and also with, even to put it on the most mundane level, to show people about freedom, like I'm talking about hearing this music about freedom and love and that, that our human beings are capable of doing something other than what you might read about in the news every day. That we can do, yeah, we do these terrible things, but we can do this too. The human imagination has no limit, actually. And expansion, consciousness can expand as long as you draw a breath. It can continue to expand. So that's kind of what this, and so if somebody's inspired, when we play music, I'm thinking about that energy spark that inspiration that goes, you know, maybe it comes, comes, you know, if you're lucky, it comes to you, and uh, it's more than luck. But but you know, when it shines, smiles upon you, and then you you extend that energy out, and somebody can take it. I had a beautiful uh, with my organic orchestra. I remember the wonderful poet named Ann Tardos came, and she said she went home one night and wrote a poem that she was inspired by the music, and then later a composer actually set the words that she had written to music. Again, other music, you know. So so here's something, and then maybe that goes on. You know, so all these things about energy moving and positive energy, uh, healing energy. I mean, we need, musicians are the shamans of this period, you know. Artists are, just broadly, artists are if they know that they are, because I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think I have to say a lot of it to understand the kind of distress that humanity and and the world you know is in you know and we can we can but there's a lot of ways i mean there's activism and then there's a lot of ways to make to try and bring that positive positiveness to it you know so um anyway so that that's that's 
that sort of a roundabout way to just talk. I mean, I could, you know, we could talk more about kind of what, you know, this idea of emptiness and form and the things that have to do with the philosophy behind what, what we do or how, what I do. I mean, I could say it for myself, but uh, uh, I think, you know, you've probably met enough musicians and you know, when you talk to somebody like Annette Coleman or uh, 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 Cecil Taylor, or William Parker or Don Cherry or whatever, you're speaking to people who are really, uh, there's a, a, a radiance there. And I can certainly say with Yusuf Latif, I've been really, um, he changed, he changed, he continues to change my life. We recently did a duet concert for his 90th birthday. And we, we don't even, uh, when we perform, we don't even um, have to speak about what we do anymore. We've developed such a language together and that says something too, because that's what a philosophy that you could say is the celebration of the eternal now. This is something that's really special to this music, if you want to call it so-called jazz, African American music, creative contemporary music. This idea of being able to actually generate something from nothingness, from emptiness, and actually generate form, bring call down form. That that's something um, that uh, uh, and it's a, because it happens in the now. It's all about celebrating the now and about freedom and the tension of pushing freedom, the subjectivity of freedom into the objectivity of, of form. That you know that that tension that's there too. So there's there's a, a lot that goes that goes um, that goes into it. And as I said at the end of the day, it's really just to sort of bring it back home, maybe, and talk about this moving pictures ensemble again. Is that um, that's where I have a chance to actually compose music and I try and I try and do as much compositional focus aesthetic focus with the group while still giving the musicians as much freedom as possible it's really about freedom and I I want them to be free to really project uh um their inner voice you know the dogon have a, a term they call me mi which means this inner spirit of the person projected through the voice of the instrument well that's my objective uh, uh, is is to like create an environment that has this real aesthetic focus, like a raga, and still uh, uh, and still allow the freedom of the musicians within that aesthetic and functionality to express themselves. You know, and that's back to the alchemy. I mean, these eight people in the organic in the uh, moving pictures and these string players have a we we have a alchemy together. You know, I mean, that's how you choose the musicians. You know, not like. I mean, everybody can play, but it's like their their language, and that they got they're like open to these kinds of things, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, here's our chance to hear that alchemy that Adam Rudolph speaks of. This is an exclusive live track that Adam Rudolph was so generous as to share with the audience of NYC Radio Live. Here's the lineup for Adam Rudolph's moving pictures. Adam Rudolph on hand drum set, congos, djembe, tarija, zabumba, the thumb piano, bata, mouth bowl, percussion, Ralph M. Jones, and the halusi, the bass clarinet, alto, and C. Germanic flutes, soprano and tenor, saxophones, bamboo trumpet, bamboo flutes, Joseph Bowie on trombone, organic electronics, vocal, harmonica, congas, bamboo trumpet and percussion, Graham Haynes on cornet, flugelhorn, bamboo trumpet and percussion, Brahim Fribgain on oud, cajon, bandier, 
Tarija and percussion. Kenny Wessel on electric and acoustic guitars, banjo. Jerome Harris on acoustic bass guitar, slide guitar, and vocals. Matt Kilmer on frame drums. Kanjira Bata and percussion. I'm not sure that all these musicians play every single one of these instruments on this live track, which is an odyssey. You're gonna, you're gonna love this coming up, but they certainly uh, they play them all on the Adam Rudolph's Moving Pictures album, a new one called Both Ends. So we hope this podcast points you in that direction. Many, many thanks to Adam. Let's hear this live performance of Adam Rudolph's moving pictures recorded at The Painted Bride in 2010.
Thank you. 
Wow, what a journey. Thank you so much to Adam Rudolph for sharing that with us. The musicians were Adam Rudolph, Ralph Jones, Joseph Bowie, Graham Haynes, Brahim Fribgain, Kenny Wessel, Jerome Harris, and Matt Kilmer. All maestros in their own right. Together they're Adam Rudolph's moving pictures. So it looks like this is developing into uh, a weekly podcast format. So stay tuned. There's a lot, so many more artists that have already recorded amazing stuff with me at WKCR and a lot who are coming up soon. So got a lot of music to share with you. And thanks for joining me. Have a wonderful week. Take care.